Learn the three steps to succeed in anything, why brain surgery motivated a finish line, and how to get your own finger off the self-destruct button. Welcome to No Bow Tie, where we conquer emptiness and frustration, discover our uniqueness, and live with unrelenting joy. I'm John Nobotas Fubuda, author and musician. Today, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to change for the better. Be sure to subscribe. I'm a friend of mine. Uh, back in the days when he was getting his graduate degree, he had a bad habit of putting off menial tasks, so much as paying the water bill, the electric bill, or taking out the trash, cleaning the house, these kind of things. And it was a problem only when all of these things would come together at once that it caused a lot of stress in his life. We've all been there. But as time went on and he got a job and a career, these habits continued. And it started to give him really shallow relationships at work. Opportunities were given to somebody else just because of that fine line where they chose somebody else who they knew they could count on. And bigger than that, in his dreams, the biggest dreams of his life, he kept procrastinating and putting them off into tomorrow, knowing that one day he would be able to achieve them once he graduated, once he reached the level of his job, once he had enough money, once he had all of these things, he would then pursue his dreams. All of the things, again, they came together at once. And he came home one day, his wife had left him. He found a note on the door that said, Take your finger off the self-destruct button. That self-destruct button was just procrastination. He wouldn't cross the line of knowing what he wanted and putting himself in motion. He just did the things that were necessary to sustain his life. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in this situation where going to work and coming home and getting the paycheck is enough, but yet you have a pain in your soul that wants something bigger, and you know what that is. Even if it's a small knowledge of it, you know something that would propel your life forward if you would just achieve it. You know right now the changes that you need to make to live a happier life. Even if they're small, you know there are some small changes you could make to live a better life. But imagine what your life would be like if you had control, if you had self-control over the habits that are holding you back the most. I'm talking about a sustained, happy, enjoyable existence in life, knowing that you're the one creating it and you have the strength to create it again and again. Without it, it's a very empty feeling. With it, you feel fulfilled. The key is in something that you possess every day, all day, that if you, if you use this one thing, it will get rid of those obstacles. It will get rid of what's holding you back. So what is that one thing? First, let me tell you a story of a friend of mine who went down a bad road. And he revealed what that thing is. He got into not just drinking and recreational drugs, but he got into the, the tough stuff. You know, crack, cocaine, methamphetamines. He, uh, he got to where he was selling things to get the money for the drugs. I don't know if you've ever known anybody like that, with whether it's alcohol or you know some kind of compelling addiction. But once they lose control of that, 
they give up and all of their energy just goes toward obtaining that drug because they think that's what's going to make them happy. If they can just have that fix again. He got out of his third rehab and the, the first two just failed because he got out and while he was in it, sure, he cleaned up. But when he got out, all of the same things were available to him. But the one thing that needed to change, he, he called me and he said, I knew that if I did not change my thinking, I would never be happy again. And I, I'm going to say it again. He knew that if he did not change his thinking, that he would never be happy again. It was in his core thinking that the habits formed and sustained themselves. And it was with his thinking and your thinking that you're going to be able to change the things in your life that are holding you back the most. It is with the power of thought and action. It's powerful thinking to put it in motion. And once it is, it becomes easier because you start to benefit from the magic of self-control. When you benefit from that magic, everything is possible and you feel it inside. A volcano starts to erupt that is nothing but positive energy and you start to see possibilities that are actually achievable. It all changed for me when I realized that I had to address what I call that. If my employer calls me up and says that I need to change some things so that I can do that, I'll change those things and do that. If my child is sick, I can make time for that. In other words, the urgency. If, if I, people are coming over, I can take time to clean the house, to do that. All of those things, all of a sudden, I find time for them. You do too. We do this all the time. We don't, we don't have time for the dreams and the hopes but we have time to sustain bad habits. We have time for urgencies. We have time for, to look at that text message that probably means nothing. I see more people respond to spam phone calls than I do the calling of their own life. Put your mind somewhere more meaningful. So what do you do to get started? It's a great question. I knew a very wise man in Emporia, Kansas, and I would talk to him once in a while when I really, really needed to get my own thoughts lined up. I said, I asked him one time, what does it take? I know what I want. What does it take to get that life going? And he said, there's takes two things. First, start. And if I'm, it sounds simplistic. That is the key. If you're wanting to build something, start. If you're wanting to record something, start. If you're wanting to write something, start. If you want to climb Mount Everest, start. But there's a second half to this one. I remember in the same conversation, he said, most people will start and then quit. And the one thing that you really have to do, even if you fail, you have to finish. You have to put a date on it and put an end to the work that you're doing and bring it to a close so that you can measure how you did. But when you do this, you'll see that you're in motion. Even if you don't like the work you've done, the disappointment of that is not nearly as bad as the frustration that comes from not starting in the first place. You watch the world surpass you instead of being involved in having your own sleeves rolled up and saying, at least I'm involved in the dreams of my life. Get started 
and set dates to your goals. Set dates to the things that you know need to be done, even if they're small, especially if they're small. Get some achievable goals under your belt, move forward, and live the dream. One of the things I'd like to share with you before I go is the story of the recording of my latest album. We knew we had really good ideas, but we hit many obstacles along the way. We started recording last December, and things got in the way. Big things got in the way. And this this story will will put out, it expresses all of the principles of this podcast, that my father had passed away. One of the people on our team had to get brain surgery. Somebody else got a new job and had to work extend, extended hours. We kept postponing rehearsals. We were spending long hours in the studio only to have everything pushed back. It ended up taking six months longer than we thought it was going to take, but we finished it. And the things that got us there, the first thing from, from this episode, we had to quit procrastinating. Second thing, we had to change our thinking for this to be possible. And the third thing, we had to start and we had to put a deadline on it. We had to finish. And when we did, we celebrated. So I can celebrate by sharing it with you. Go to nobowtie.com slash new. And get free downloads of the recording that we did for you. It's a very enjoyable album. Uh, and I'm, before I go, I'm going to play for you an excerpt, a solo excerpt on my guitar from that album. It is a joy to share it with you. Have a great life. Okay, this is from Isaac Albany's Granada, classical piece. It's a word that puts the skin into your soul, a deep seated pushing ride. Every time I have to ask the word A E I O, sometimes why? It is certain, raise the curtain, feel good, the joy always has two sides. Hail Mary. Hail Mary.